to his threat, the mad Zionist, whose warnings have held the city in a grip of terror, went on his rampage of destruction on the stroke of midnight. The deadly impact of his mysterious ray smashed the famous Tower Bridge, hurling cars and pedestrians into the river below. The police have warned everyone to remain in their homes. Welcome back to all you civilians and supers out there. This is the Late Night Power Hour. To those joining for the first time, I'm your host, Chip Silver. Here, as always, with my pal, Ronnie Bronze. Just a pal, though? I thought we were closer than that. I sang the first dance song at your wedding. Yes, you did. And for the tenth time, Ronnie, the band was supposed to do that. No good deed goes unpunished. Okay, well, what's higher than pal? Friend? Acquaintance? MySpace Top 8? Buddy, please. All right, I'm here as always with my buddy, Ronnie Bronze. Thank you, Mrs. Silver. Anyways, special weekend, as one of my favorite supers was inducted into the Super Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm flooded. But I'm actually not in the Hall of Fame yet, Chip. And you're not a super. Well, that's not what my Nona tells me. How's she doing? Oh, she's doing fine, you know, getting old. Well, if you're not talking about me, do you mean Lydia Firestorm? Well, I am a big fan of her work, but she was four votes short of the Hall of Fame induction. I know, I know. I was disappointed to hear that as well. All those misdemeanors added up, I see. That's silly, Mr. Silver. I mean, don't you have a shoddy record, Mr. Silver? Wow, shoddy? No, not really. Uh, Although a few years back, I accidentally drove my hover car 225 through a school zone, but it was only because the accelerator was broken. Sure, sure. It's true, it's true. There was a recall on the Chevy Tahover the next year. My record was cleared because of it. If only that was true for my record. Ronnie, they nabbed you for stealing from Lyman Farms, right? I thought your alibi was rock solid. For those unaware, I ate, or according to Johnny Law, stole an entire bushel of apples. But it was only because I was starving after getting lost in a corn maze for like four days. That's on them for making the maze so hard then. And also, why didn't you just cut through the corn stalks? The bronze men are a proud bunch. We don't give up. We don't give in. And we don't cut through a corn maze despite being legally declared a missing person. We're here to finish the job, Mr. Silver. Okay, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Sorry to digress. Who made the Hall of Fame? Was it Action Man? Well, I was expecting him to show up. Where where the hell is he? I'm I'm starting to worry. I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, the guy is basically in retirement. He probably just tied up or hanging out at a beach somewhere. And hopefully that beach isn't Costa Basura. Anyways, the Hall of Fame inductee I was talking about was the supernova. You mean the supernova? That's what I said. No, she's a super named Nova. So, supernova. No, just Nova. Who also happens to be a super? Right, well, why don't you tell us who she is then? Well, as I recall from my studies, historians believe she was alive in the mid-1200s? Back then, she had an innate ability to control and shift star alignment. That's a pretty fun party trick, Ronnie. How does that make her a super? Well, a lot of villains in ancient Arden used to come by boat and navigate by the stars. However, 
she would rearrange the constellations in order to trick villains into sailing straight into the sea serpents, underwater black holes, etc. You know, that's gotta hurt. Absolutely. Historians have estimated that she thwarted the attack of 20 different villains, which awarded her a posthumous induction into the Super Hall of Fame. Incredible. Well, on behalf of Ancient Arden, which, might I say for a real sec, we do not talk about Ancient Arden nearly enough. It was fascinating. Yeah, great time. Oh, yeah. Big parties. Oh, yeah. Everyone was loving everyone. And mostly in togas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so many gods. Anyway, uh, thank you. I miss Super. grapes. We should eat more grapes. I, Olives? I wish their grapes didn't go extinct, Ronnie. Yeah, well... They haven't bio One day we'll get grapes back. Maybe we'll figure it out. No, we're going to get raisins first. Oh, okay. Prunes? We have to reverse engineer grapes from prunes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, on behalf of Ancient Arden, I say thank you, Supernova. Super. Nova. What am I doing wrong, Ronnie? I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Say super. Super. Now pause. Feel the space. Mm -hmm. Collect your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Breathe. Exhale. (sighs) Nova. Nova. Super. Nova. Supernova. No! Now I must be the one taking crazy pills. Okay, all right. Well, potato, potato, supernova, supernova. She's a hero nonetheless. True, true. I gotta say, Chip, I've always had a problem with the constellations. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Big one. Nothing looks like it's supposed to. Uh, for example, Operon is supposed to look like a uh, saber-toothed Ruber. Instead, it looks like an astronomer threw elbow macaroni at the ceiling and called it science. So if you were supernova or supernova, you would have fixed that? Absolutely. I would have done a little sprinkle here, a little move, a little there, there, a little shimmy over there. If it's supposed to be a hunter axe, you know, like, I, I want to know that you're staring right at a freaking hunter axe. It's a, it's a great idea and definitely not terrifying at all. Let's see what's in the news. Studies show that black coffee is good for your heart. I agree. I'm on my seventh cup today, and my heart has never worked faster. Does your hand always vibrate like that? That's just my heart saying hello. <clears throat> Sorry, let me just take a sip of water. Whew. New technology gives prospective home builders the ability to 3D print their home before it's built. Unfortunately, it does not give you the ability to 3D print less annoying neighbors. Wait a minute. Weren't you planning on building a house next to me? Uh, the CEO of a popular pizza chain. The CEO of a popular pizza chain is now making deliveries due to a recent staff shortage. It is a nice gesture, although odd to have a pizza delivered by a private jet. You think you're supposed to tip the delivery guy if it's the CEO? Probably not, Ronnie, unless the service is phenomenally great. You know, I don't think I have that accounted for in the Ronnie Bronze tipping handbook. You have a tipping handbook, Ronnie? Of course. I've had it all written down to build consistency. For example, if I go to a restaurant and get great service, that's a 20% tip. But if I get service so poor that I lose faith in humanity, go to therapy and pray a rosary in their name, I will tip 19%. Hold on. Wait a minute. So the difference between exceptional service and awful service is a couple bucks? That's correct. I am not a monster. Have you tipped 19% anywhere? As a matter of fact, I have. It happened three years ago on a Saturday afternoon and my most recent trip to Amici d'Italia. Oh, the best chicken parm. Well, the closest they can get to chicken since chickens are gone, but so close. It didn't matter. I rolled in with a lovely date 
It was the afternoon. We were just meeting each other, and they all decided to call me Bonnie. The whole restaurant was in on it. My waitstaff came over. They seated me. The host said, oh, yes, welcome, Bonnie. The chef laughed. He came out of the kitchen just to say my name and wave at me. But he called me Bonnie. And then they ran out of fettuccine. They swapped it for shredded paper. I know they did. I could taste the difference. He came over with that grinder hoping I wouldn't notice. I noticed. And when I went out to the car to get my own, because I always bring one, the waiter had stolen my car. And when I went back into the restaurant, the manager had stolen my date. I walked home and cried the whole way. After tipping, my standard 19%. Okay, a couple follow-up questions. How much was the meal? I don't remember. How much was the tip? I don't remember. It's the principle of the day. Have you kept in contact with, with my date? With no, date. she's married the manager now. She did. I don't know. For all I know, they could have three kids. It doesn't matter. The point is the handbook knows the truth. The handbook keeps us all in line. The handbook provides security, unity, and recovery when things fall apart. You have 19% as a way out, Chip. So do you tip when you're doing a pickup order? What? If you place an order for pickup... Well, is the service exceptional and good? But nobody tips for a pickup order. Well, I just want to know. Was the service exceptional and good? I don't know. What if it was? Sure, let's say it was. Okay, 20%. And okay, so what if you get there and your food isn't ready in time? Oh, 19. You're wasting so much money. No! Waste? They are working hard. They, I am supporting are, the masses. Are, but you're, like, the tip is, you give someone a tip for the work that they do. Yes. If you go pick up the food, and I'm not a monster either. I'm just saying, you tip 20% if it's good or 19 if it's bad. Well, next time we go out to dinner, you're doing the tip. Finally, speaking of bad experiences, the historians at Arden Historical Museum opened up what they thought was a 150-year-old time capsule, but it turned out to be a casket. It was an embarrassing day for the historians and a traumatic day for the second-grade class field trip in attendance. Oops! The corpse is probably like, What? Why is everyone screaming? We're screaming at you, corpse! And we'll all be screaming for our two awesome guests today. First up, have you recently gotten a parking ticket? If so, that may just be the work of the parking pirate. Ugh, he's one bad dude. Mm-hmm. And as promised, we will also bring out our stagehand for a segment we call Ask Benny. We'll be talking everything science around the Mad Meteor. Stick around after this message. We know growing old as a super can be hard. Ever look back at a picture of yourself and wonder, where did those chiseled abs go? And now you've got a little too much junk in your junk, or there's something hanging loose around that caboose? Super Spanks are the number one brand of undergarments that will shape you back to your former superhero self. Hey, is this sending a bad message about beauty image? No, I think it's sending a fine message. <clears throat> Who knew the right pair of Spanx could once again make you look so much hotter and be desirable to the general public? All right, that's a little on the nose. Yep, I heard it there too. Just tone it down a bit. Finally, you you will be, uh, for the most part, look pretty good and have a hot, rock-solid, um, uh, softer buns, but... 
Also remember that true beauty is measured on the inside. Nice save! Super Spanks from the Amelia Yearheart Collection. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for sticking out through the break. Again, clocks by Coldplay. We have really got to talk to that house band, Ronnie. I think, do you think they lost the rest of the sheet music or what do you think is going on there? Honestly, Mr. Silva, I think I have a confession to make. Uh Uh-huh. I have been uh, keeping the band here and making sure that they only play clocks by Coldplay. Why? I really like this song. (laughs) All right. I mean... You could have picked like Viva La Vida or I would pick something Yellow. else if I like I uh, Coldplay isn't even my favorite band. It's just that song. I don't know. All it's right. just hey. an earworm. Well, it it's a good song. The band plays it well. Uh, no judgment there. But folks, we have a really interesting guest here. One of the first times on the show that we are revealing something that nobody else knows. I don't secret information. Secret information, that's right. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but there has been a slew of mysterious parking tickets that have been appearing on on superheroes cars the invisible station wagon got a ticket and all that was there you saw a floating orange ticket and i think it was like eight supers super vehicles at least eight, eight super or vehicle, nine yeah. super vehicles i think so in the there, last there was day? a big there was a big team up fight uh, uh-huh. in the middle of town and all this i mean they don't they don't carpool they drive their own cars they want to show off what they got of course so we got the money yeah they got infinite money so there was the invisible station wagon there was the the cloud convertible crab mobile there was the crab mobile there was the floating the floating rock the floating rock yeah i mean if it moves and brings someone somewhere it counts as a vehicle and therefore it can get a ticket so i suppose yeah and so we have got the the person who's behind these tickets here today the mastermind the mastermind behind it all we are going to reveal their secret identity live on air without further ado let's bring out the parking pirate yeah. hey it's me the parking pirate oh my oh, welcome to the show welcome to the show Wow, were you smoking indoors? Uh, I'm kind of always smoking. Okay. Just uh, got a constant cigarette in my throat. In your throat, all right. Um, well, Parking Pirate, is that is that what we should call you? That is what I'm going to be going by now after this interview, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we saw it on the news after that big fight. All yeah. eight of these vehicles had an orange ticket on it That's with right. your signature on it. And, That's right. Uh, what, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, I just think these superheroes are getting a bit entitled and they're taking up spots that us regular folks could be having, you know. I do. I, I have a designated spot right outside Sydney Clay Theater. I don't. I will say it is a little frustrating. I hear what you're saying when yeah. the floating rock is parked right out front and I have to like park uh, around the yeah, block. I it's hate in the fucking way. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think you could just kind of push it aside, but it once it's parked, it is It stuck. is solid. It's yeah. solid as a rock. Yeah. Okay, so yes, illegal parking is a nuisance and They just have they get a little alert on their phone. They're like, "Oh shit, there's something happening in the city. I got to go." And then they just leave their car wherever the fuck they want to to get to the fight or whatever. And it's like, "No, you can't just do this. The world has to go on." Parking pirate, parking pirate. I I don't mean to stop you. I just sense there's this building anger here. And maybe we can unpack it a little together. Why yeah. why why the ticketing? Like, I hear what you're saying about they deserve it. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. But why you? Why me? Well, uh, I'm already a city employee. I already do this job. So I just figure I can get paid and take care of this other situation 
put the two together and then yeah, you know. I'll be a little more blunt. You're you're claiming to be the supervillain yes. of superhero vehicles. Yes. What is your supervillainy power? Uh, well, I have a, a little computer that the city gave me, uh, and I typed the license plate into it, and that's kind of, uh, that is what I do. Good. So okay. it's yeah. my, okay. my day job, I, right. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. But, uh, yeah, like, that's real. Yeah, you don't it's need a to real be, computer. It's a real computer. Yeah, <laughs> he touches it yeah. with his if, hands. Yeah, if that is that is your power, that is your power. Uh, but it just seems like these these supercars are parked so out of the way for your your. I mean, as an employee of the city, I imagine you have a specific route that you need to follow, and these cars are parked all over the place. It really seems like you're wasting a lot of time. Like the Mothmobile that was parked on the side of a building, and you managed to get a ticket on it, sixteen stories up. That's right. How, with your computer. Yeah. Well, I, I got in one of those window washing things and I just figured out how to work it and made my way over to it. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to let these supers know they can't do this shit. Now, what about what about the, the, the singular sub? That was parked, what I could imagine to be legally, in the Arden River, underwater. And there was a ticket on that boom, windshield. Boom, ticketed. Yeah, boom, ticketed. What was wrong about parking a submarine in a river? Well, it fucked up the duck tour route and the tourists couldn't go anymore. I mean, he's not I, wrong, I guess. I guess. That's, a good point, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They just fuck up normal life for the rest of us. And it's like, yeah, cool. You're helping some old lady fell down or whatever you're doing. But, like, the rest of us have to keep going about our day. You know, this is kind of vindicating to hear. I've been dealing with transportational nuisances almost every shift on my way over here. They're inconsiderate, these supers. I feel like the price of saving lives is, like... I, have, I haven't been on time for a storyboard meeting with you in how long? Uh, I don't remember the last time you were on time. I know. I, I, I take the subway. I don't have a parking spot. I Ever since you with... moved out of here back into your apartment, yeah. uh, you haven't been on time once. I mean, the fumigations didn't take that long. And you know what? Maybe I should move back into the studio. But more importantly, I think I agree with you, parking pirate. Thank you. And I, I just want these supers to know that they might be you know, resolving evil over in this part of the city, but then when they come back to their car, they know evil. stuff is still afoot. Now, yeah. what do you do when Miniman drives his, his very small car? I scream really loud. <laughs> you, you, you just yell at him? Yeah, you don't give him a ticket? You just No, and then I do the ticket. Oh, but that car is so small. What, what do, you, do you just, like, pick the car up and put it in your pocket and say, you can't have your car back until you pay? That's a good idea. I just kind of was giving it a ticket and then placing the orange envelope over the car, and then it just covered it, and so I kind of got frustrated because it was like a different situation than what I'm used to. Sure. Uh, so yeah, change next- is hard. Yeah, change is hard. It is hard. So, do you need some water? No, my throat. Uh, don't worry about it. It feels good. That cannot feel good. But all right. I just I still need to learn more about you, parking pirate. Okay. Because I'm I, an open book. You gotta write a book. Oh, that's very exciting. I'm an open book. Oh, 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 oh good. I didn't mean to upset you. <clears throat> I'll sit up straighter and adjust my tie. Um, okay. So, uh, Mr. Pirate, what inspired you to start handing out tickets? Thank you for asking. Um, a so few polite. years ago, I had a date for the first time in 
uh, many, many years. Congratulations. Thank you. And I made a reservation in a nice Italian place, and I picked up my date, and we were going, and I, there was a perfect parking spot outside. It was kind of on, like, a street where there's not lots, you know, so you just have to get a space. And then... I guess somewhere else in the city, something was happening, and a superhero car just comes right up in front of me. I think it was that fucking floating rock. And uh, took my spot that was perfect for me and my date to park. And instead, I had to go around the block five different times. Couldn't find anything. She got mad. She just said, take me home. And so I didn't even get to go on the date. So you, you picked her up to bring her home. That's essentially what ended up happening. Wow. I got cock-blocked by the fucking rock. You got rock-blocked. Cock-rocked. <laughs> rock-cocked? Yeah. Wow. Did, have you ever spoken to Ricky the Rock about this? No, but if I could, I would. And I'm here to say today, if you're listening, you fucking rock. I'm going to bust you up into a billion fucking pieces and find out what geodes are inside of you. Whoa! Threats? Whoa, threats. Threat. We are in Whoa, the city, in Clay the armistice. Uh, it's, it could be you can, you can make threats, but you cannot enact that threat until you are at least off one the premises. off the premises. But Ricky the Rock... Whatever. Sounds. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, the, you know what happens when you break the armistice. I don't care. All right. Hey. What you and Ricky the Rock decide to settle between each other is up to you, but I will say... You know, I think the, uh, and, I, and I'm just trying to stick up for the little man, you know, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Oh, God, here we go. The I'm just man, saying, the man? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the superheroes are here to, like, save our lives. Are they, though? I mean, yeah. Actually, sometimes. Almost a lot well, of the time. I'm here to do a good job, too. Yeah. Hey, you that's, are. That's true. That's and, job and matters. I, I do have to, I have to applaud you for all the work you do. That is, uh, it's, it's a very honorable job, and I know it's, it's a Outside, thankless. Outside, all the time. Outside, that all the job, and it's a thankless you job. You must have a nice jacket. You must have a nice jacket. Yes. Carhartt. I, it clearly doesn't keep you warm enough where you have to uh, inhale smoke to keep your lungs warm. But I do the best I can, okay? Listen, my throat situation also got kind of screwed up because... I was thinking, like, okay, what can my power be since I'm just a normal human working man? Sorry, hold on, I gotta swallow the cigarette. <laughs> he ate that whole cigarette. Wow. <coughs> anyway, so then I thought, okay, I'm gonna swallow the paper that goes inside my ticket machine, and I'm gonna drink a bunch of black tattoo ink and see if that'll maybe make me able to poop out the parking tickets, but it kind of just messed up everything inside of me, so I gotta stick with my computer. Sir, are you okay? You're, you seem to, your eyes are watering. I will um, say you have eaten three cigarettes beside me on this couch since starting this interview. Yeah. And, and I uh, am starting to just wonder if maybe you're trying to digest some stuff that isn't a good thing for you. Uh, I mean, I, I just wanted to try and see what would happen if I ate it, and maybe that would make me able to have superpowers, but... Um, no, it's fine. I'm fine, okay? He's so fine. All right. He's don't so, worry stop, about look, me. Don't give us that look. He's fine. I'm fine. Okay. Um, well, are you still going to... I mean, you seem to be really doubling down on going after superheroes. What, yes. What would happen if a supervillain left their car somewhere? I would kiss it. With your mouth. I would kiss the car. With your mouth on the car. Does that do anything to the car? Does that, Anyone that, like, is trying to end these supers I'm with. Oh. Okay. So I would just leave a little kiss. 
Sure. So that they know they have my support. Okay. Okay. And uh, last question. If you work for the government, why do you call yourself the parking pirate? Mm, that seems like it a swashbuckling. Not- it's really all I could think of with the alliteration. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is nice. I, I mean, I, I like something it. catchy. Maybe a suit, like a uniform? Like you get a yourself a hat, maybe? A hat. I told you, I wear my Carhartt jacket. That's oh, my suit. Sorry, all right, yeah. And, and I guess you got to be identifiable as a state employee, you know. Like, I still have work to do. Yeah, yeah, your computer has got its logos. Yeah. So just just parking pirate as, a, as like a mood. Yeah, but I mean, my real name is Jeff. Oh. Oh. My name's Jeff. My name's Ronnie. I'm Chip. My name's Jeff. Thanks. <laughs> Do you, uh, I mean, you probably shouldn't, shouldn't say your full name, because if, if you're really going after these supers, you, putting your family in danger seems like something. Yeah, they can have my name, and I don't have a family. I told you my date backed out. Oh. It's okay. Jeff Hold. Jeff Hold. All right. Well, uh, Ricky the Rock. Uh, Jeff Hold wants to, to obliterate you, you <laughs> or give you more parking tickets. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, and Miniman, if your car is ever missing... Uh, you probably know where to look now. Yeah, thanks for that idea. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, well, uh, I don't want to keep you here any longer than And you I don't want to stay here one more fucking second longer. Okay, well, then, uh, I mean, he's, he's, you're taking out your computer. It looks like you're about to print some tickets. Uh, you, if you need to go back to work, are you crying, sir? <laughs> Mr. Silver, do you Shut have $60 up. I can borrow? I just got a ticket. You ticketed Ronnie here? Yes. Apparently, I'm parked illegally. All right, I'll take it out of the the petty cash. All right, big thanks to the parking pirate for taking the time out of his busy schedule to talk to us. We are going to take a quick break, and after that, we will sit down with our stagehand, Benny. Come on, come on to the Rototown Rodeo event of the year. Of the year! We got all the toughest riders in town, such as Crusher, Death Rail, Pile Piper, Jump D Justin, Bogus Pocus, The Nyko D, and Jeff! Oh my gosh, Jeff! He went to my high school! These riders and more secret special guests will be battling it out in the MK Ultra Dome. Dome, dome, dome. They ride on Friday night. Night, night, night. First 100 guests get a tailored dining experience from a two-ton tailgater. Be there Friday for this one-time event. Welcome back from the break. Everybody, I hope you had a great time listening to that band. Oh, they are phenomenal, Ronnie, aren't they? But uh, you know what time it is, Mrs. Silver. I do know what time it is, Ronnie. It is time for Ask Benny. Ask Benny time! Come on out, Benny! A man who needs no introduction because he has already had several of them. Our stagehand and former astrologer... Astronomy! Benny! Uh, Thank you, Chip. It's nice to be on, but a couple corrections there. It's a former astronomer, and it's Professor Professor Arnold. Is that that uh, what I said? You disparaged the science again and said astrology. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Anyways, what did you want to ask me? Here is the question that has been on everybody's mind. What do you know about the Mad Meteor? There was a leak on FMZ that said Benny from the Late Night Power Hour has intel. And I Let's want, break the news. Let's break the news. I want to hear it from the source. To be honest, I'm not familiar with the periodical FMZ. I'm, I just solely read science journals and nonfiction. But 
Yeah, I do. I am aware of you know how it's possible the mad media could still be in existence. You know, FMZ is a tabloid, and they get really popular ranking super side boobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't read that. Anyways, the mad media. There was a direct quote from you. From one of my lectures, I believe. I, I would never it be was, taking an interview there from was a, FMZ. There was a picture that was taken of you with a... You had a thumbs up? Yeah, you, you had a thumbs up, and, and you were holding the newspaper I've, of the day. I've never given a thumbs up in my life. But anyway, the mad media was believed to have perished in the Falling Skies War, but it is possible, based on his composition, that some of his essence could go in the space dust, gain sentience... And if I know Mad Media... What color do you think my essence is, Mr. Silver? Uh, probably chartreuse. Is that blue? I think it's green. Oh, okay. Well, I bet you yours is like purple or something. What, is essence colored? Is, is that a, That's a question for me. Like, scientifically speaking, does light... me if essence is colored? Yeah, I thought we were talking about Mad Media. Is my mind be chartreuse? What color would your fine, essence fine, be? Fine, fine, I don't know. It'd be what color? green, but I don't, I don't think you two so are it is colored. understanding the gravity of the oh, situation. Please. Oh, Professor, I obviously understand the gravity and the science behind the situation. I feel like you should explain it more for Mr. Silver, though. He might well, need a well, little Ronnie, more if help. You, if you know it, why don't you explain no, it? No, let's just ask Benny. That's the point of this segment. Why wouldn't we bring okay. him on? All right, that's a good point. Please, continue, Professor. So, uh, you know, based on my studies into the... Clydesdale inertia factor. It's possible that that the mad meteor is using the centrifugal force of the Earth's gravitational pull to launch himself into the Andor galaxy, collecting additional space dust until. So again, we come back to the dust and essence thing. Like, mm. it, so just like scientifically speaking, if we had to break down essence for Mister Silver here, who clearly <laughs> is lost, <laughs> what it would essence be like is my essence just like you know what is it uh, ronnie you do you have any do you have any hobbies ronnie oh yeah i like breakfast <laughs> i uh, oh boy does he i uh, mr silver your pancakes honestly are still my favorite i've been perfect benny you're gonna love all right, this so i've been right, perfecting right, spare me the, spare me the details please well, yeah, spare we're talking me about details. our hobbies i feel like you would you know be what a yeah that was guy? the hobby the, was a jumping off the point. only way you could know would be to come over to my house on sunday morning just one sunday are benny. you a blueberry boy or are you a chocolate chad i like uh, bananas and walnuts Okay, I can make that work. You have to bring your own walnuts, though, because I'm allergic. Yeah. All right, so pancakes. So, so imagine imagine the mad meteor is, is the flower, right? And sure. then over time, the mad meteor is going to be trying to orbit the Andor galaxy, picking up eggs, canola oil. What else? What else? Do you, oh, blueberries. What blueberries, else do you put? Chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. Butter. And then it'll return as the pancake that he a little he bit of baking no, soda in Oh, there. really? Yeah, it what makes about, it a little what, fluffier. What about the syrup? you got to have maple syrup. Where, where would he get his Look, syrup? but this isn't any regular pancake. You need to be afraid of this pancake. Because oh, so these are like slam cakes. This is, is it because they're big? Is it Full of because it's Look, get, take away from the analogy. It's the mad media. Forget the pancake. How do you know so much about the he mad media? He was my student. Okay? What? Hey. <laughs> One of my greatest students, and I'm just saying that hold, hold on. you should be afraid of him. You've known the Mad Meteor this whole time? Yes, but my relations with him, I'm, I, I shouldn't You've have said had anything. relations it's, it's, with him? No, not Mr. those Silver. relations, but it's, Mr. it's protected. Oh, There's a PA in my ear saying the FBI are in the studio. Look, my, I, I'm, I said okay, too much. All right, my, okay. I have a professional relationship with him, but I, Can I, we I cut can't Benny's talk about mic, it. Can we cut Benny's mic, please? Can somebody cut Benny's mic? It's protected 
by professor student relationships okay it's, it's a it's a type of client attorney privilege ronnie we have i think we're we just legal, opened a can I think of we're worms in legal trouble mr silver we should go there to are a commercial agents, break there are agents streaming in mr silver can we go to a commercial yes yes we can instead uh, of getting arrested yes uh benny who is uh what's the ad who sponsored us today yeah, who's the sponsor Normally, you're on the side of the stage Just telling say us. say it's my jello. No, say it's your pancakes. Let's talk about your pancakes. I use slam cakes. I use slam cakes batter. Great. Can we, can do we, that. We'll do we slam get, cakes. Can we get slam I've, cakes uh, to sponsor us? I've said too much. Can we get slam He's cakes? He's lost. He's you know gone. What? He's All not right. there okay. anymore. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, great. we are going to take a break for no reason at all. Not a single one. Not a single reason. And we are going to hear an ad from our sponsor for this episode, Slam Cakes. Slam Cakes. And when we come back, we will hear Ronnie's final thoughts. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, we will be right back. Good morning, Miranda Ann. What is for breakfast? Why, slam cakes, of course. The only pancakes that use protein powder instead of flour. Weren't those created by former wrestling superstar Duke McDanger? The one whose catchphrase was, I'll flap your jack. The very same. Yum! I'll take seven, please. Coming right up. Oh, thanks, Miranda. This will sure keep me going all week, and then some. Say, I thought slam cakes were deemed illegal after the Arden Muscle Man competition had to be canceled due to breakfast-based overdoses. How'd you get your hands on these? I bought them at my local 712. They started carrying them again. And they're selling like hotcakes, even after the lawsuit. Well, I know where I'm stopping after work. Good luck, Richard. Now back to the late night power hour. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I know things are a little bit uh, strange right now as the police are still here, even though they did cart Benny off. But, uh, you know, we've got a show to do, and this is uh, it's our job to entertain you. So, uh, Ronnie, it is that time of night again. Why don't you... Uh, give the audience here a little bit of uh, what you're thinking. Yeah, some some conclusionary ponderings, perhaps. I might even muse if I was so inspired. Uh, it is a uh, rather unique evening, uh, officers. Thank you for joining me here on the couch. Um, the officers will not say anything. They are um, sworn to silence. You know, the parking... Uh, uh, situation in town mm-hmm. has uh, has kind of reminded me that I need to judge books by their cover <laughs> and more by their insides. I suppose okay. there's more in common between me and people I uh, had made judgments about before that I gotta maybe ease up on. But 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 also we could talk about the Mad Meteor potentially being Benny's student. Yeah, that's big. But I don't think I, I think uh, frankly, I, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, that was a gag. He's citing a gag. None of it's real. No. April ladies Fools, everybody. No. Ronnie, of, it's no, August. Uh, officer, 25th. I just need a little more room on the couch no. if you don't mind scooting Ronnie, over. I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, no, this is not a joke. This is is very real. We just found out that the Mad Meteor was a student of Benny. Uh, it, Ronnie, 
It's gonna be okay. It's all fine. It's all fake for TV. <laughs> no, it's not. This is real. I'm on the air. No, I mean, somebody yes, hit that button. People could be listening to this. I mean, we're live. No, it's not oh. live. This is pre-record. No, I'm, no, I'm a Ronnie, great sound. No, Ronnie, you are real. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the radio. Good. Okay. All right. Who did that sound effect at the same time, Ronnie? Who did it indeed? Wooga? Who did it indeed? Okay. It wasn't right. me, Chip. Okay. It wasn't me. All right. I, l- ladies and gentlemen, we've clearly got a lot to deal with right now. We just heard some. Possibly incriminating news. Uh, the police are here. We have got to go. Lies and slander. Lies and slander. <laughs> I've never been out of the country. All right. We will talk to you next week. Stay safe out there, everybody. Have a great night. 